0: It's the potty mouth safe space for balancing daddy duties and creative careers. Let's get into it with artists, creatives, and business pros that have similar hardships and victories in fatherhood. It's the Creative Dad Pod, hosted by five-time Emmy-winning videographer, documentarian, and one-time daddy, Adrian Huerta. On today's episode of the Creative Dad Pod, we have published illustrator, art director, graphic designer, and small business owner, Joshua Sandoval. Not only is he life partner with Betsy Cárdenas, but he's also co-partner of the Born in June Creative Studio with her. This creative dad has two wonderful kids, Mia, who is 17, and James, who is 9. Even though Joshua works in a unique situation, he is not alone. His son, James, has been diagnosed with Autism Spectrum Disorder, ASD, or AUTISM for short. Autism meaning a variety of developmental differences in social interactions, communication, and behavior. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, it has been estimated that one in forty-four children has been identified to have ASD. The care of a child on the spectrum is vital, and this present dad is here for all of it. Please welcome to the pod, Joshua Sandoval.
1: Wow, man! Thank you for that amazing intro. And uh, it was almost like you were talking about somebody else. It's like that person sounds very interesting. I'd like to meet that person. Yeah, no, it's (laughs) it's you, dude. It's me. It's you, man. It's me. Yeah, Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm really, really honored. Uh, I really... I know we're friends, but I told you a bunch of times I really look up to you and what you've been able to do and... uh Having me on the podcast, uh, it just means a lot. So thanks so much, man.
0: Thanks, man. So welcome to the living room. Welcome to Casa the Us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you live down the street, so it, it was easy. Yeah, was City like, Terrace. Yeah, yeah. CT? No, they, they don't. They don't say that. I'm just. Okay. <laughs> You're just at it.
1: I'm not trying to get in trouble here. You know, <laughs>
0: no, I'm just yeah, you know what's funny is like this. This podcast is. You know, I've had you in mind as being a guest on this. Um, oh wow. Well, I mean, your dad. You know, just being a dad itself it, and being a creative is is tough, you know. Um, but uh, you, you have two kids. There's two of them. Yes. There's not just one. I have yeah. one kid, and it's a lot. You have yes. two. You have a 17-year-old and a 9-year-old. Yeah. Uh, please uh, introduce them to us, and who are they, and what kind of uh, characters do they have? So Mia is 17 years old.
1: She's a senior in high school, and she's a teenager. And when I say that as a parent, I think anyone who has a teenager knows Um I have to be creative to just have conversations with her because it's off. It's often like, "Hey, you know, how was your day? It was good." It's like, "All right, <laughs> like, cool. You know, how's how are things going? Um, yeah, they're good." It's like, "Okay, like, so yeah." It,
0: it's it, I, I don't I don't have a teenager. I I see it in shows. I see yeah. it on television all the time. I kind of see it in in with parents and their kids, but usually their kids aren't around. Right? Like yeah. the, the teenager that that's old is not around because. Kind of sort of living their own life, yeah. you know. Um. So it really is like that. Then it's
1: yeah, and it's it's a lot more of a challenge too because she's uh, from a previous relationship, so she's mostly with her mom. And now that the way it was before is I would have her on weekends, and now that she's a teenager, and I um I didn't get a, I didn't get a lot of autonomy growing up, so now that she's working and she's in school, I'm just like, hey, it's upon you when you want to come over, but we definitely. We definitely, me and Betsy, too, which is really cool, is that we make it a point to, like, you know, during the week to go spend time with her, have dinner, do, like, fun things. But so it's it's even more of a challenge because, like, she's busy with school. She's busy with work. So um, she's, like, stepping into her own, kind of, like, you know, stepping into her, like, becoming who she is. So it, it definitely is like that. It definitely is a challenge. Um, I'll, like, uh, watch, I'll follow, like, uh, TikTok parent, like, Parent parenting TikToks to like get like insights and stuff like that and like little tricks like to have conversations and like how to pull things out, but
0: what you see on TV is like it's definitely like that man for sure. Wow. You know? Um, and then of course uh, another child that you have is James, nine yeah. years old. James is uh, nine and he's
1: he's amazing man. Like, uh, I uh, it, it's it's so he's definitely well something I, I feel when you become a parent. And I think for a lot of us, it brings out the best in you. And it's because you have to like step up to this different level, like to find, you know, within yourself to how like just to have the energy to kind of get through days, you know what I mean? And like the emotions, you know, the things that it takes to like be there, presence and stuff like that. And with him, it was it was even it was even like more so because with him being on the spectrum. First off, you know, like, you know, coming to terms with that, which is like, as a parent, no parent ever wants their child to like struggle with anything, right? Or like have anything that's going to make things harder for them. And when we found out, it was for me like, it it took a lot of time for me to process that and come to a point where I'm just like, okay, this is what this is. This is what this means and really understand it and have empathy for it because it being a spectrum, there's, there's, you know... There's different, it's different for everybody. His is behavioral, his is, um, like, his, like, sensitivity. Uh, it's not cognitive. He's very bright. So I had to come to terms and, like, really do a lot of inventory within myself. And even my experience as growing up, you know, allow him to be who he is. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid, I was very much like, hey, stop. Don't run around. Don't talk too much. Right. It was more like and this isn't anything that's five with my parents. This was a different time. Um, but I had to learn to like have the patience to let him be that person, you know. So for me it's just amazing to see him blossom, you know, from going to him being nonverbal, him um not being able to do things that you know he was supposed to do at certain times, milestones. And with our support, having him in therapy, putting in, like, you know, being there with therapy, putting in the hours, the time that he's still actually going through, to see him, you know, reach these milestones, even though they're later, but then also to see these things about him that like just, like, blow me away, like, his creativity, his insight, it's amazing, man. And, like, I've definitely had to become, and I still don't think I am the best version, but every day try to be and try to strive towards that to be the kind of father that he needs. And it's uh it's amazing, like, you know, um I'm still in the process of that. I'm still learning, you know, even more, even more about autism. Something about it too that I'm like seeing like learning too is that as kids develop and even when they get older, sometimes it changes. Sometimes their personalities change, you know, and like preparing for that kind of stuff, you know, it's um it's scary. Um it definitely has put me in a position where i'm thinking about the future in a whole different way and even motivated me even more to like work harder and like really like swing for the fences with things you know cuz i don't ever want it to be a situation where my son is older and if we're not around if he's not able to like support himself he's in you know what i mean like so i i think about all these things and it's definitely put me in a a mode where I have to be, and and I'm constantly trying to be the best dad, best partner, best me I can be for him and for his and for his sister at the same time too. So
0: right. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're doing a good job. Uh, you know, James came through to my son's birthday party. You and Betsy, um, and I appreciate that so much. Thank you. No, for sure. Um, but to meet him and see how he he just he's he smiles a bunch and just runs around. He's it, it's, he's a kid. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool to see that, you know, um, being that he is nine years old. Uh, I, I imagine that this has made you grow. I mean, you said that before you would tell him to stop running, but also you learned somewhere in there. You know what? Just let him be.
1: Yeah, it's it's who he is. You know what I mean? Like it's a so I I've also learned things about myself through the therapy and like something about autism is that it comes from the fathers. Right. So I kinda started looking about myself and taking inventory within myself and like figuring out like, wait a minute, I've had similar experiences like this. I've never been diagnosed, but a lot of the things that he struggled with, I actually have struggled with. So having that appreciation and, and realizing that this is just a part of who he is and like this is what helps him regulate himself, right? For him, the world's a lot different for maybe how other people experience it. And I I've learned to just, you know. Figure out why, first off, why I want to stop him from running and stop from, like, you know, doing that. And it has a lot to do with, like, internal things and in my experiences, like, from my, my parents, which isn't at any fault to them, but to also, like, be present with that, right? And like, oh, where's that coming from? And, like, okay, cool. Well, you don't want him to stop running. You don't want him to be this person. you're In your head, you don't want him to get in trouble. And it's like, wait a minute, where's that? And it's, like, doing all this work to allow that to come out because... I realize that if I don't, I'm making the world harder for him. And, like, I do not want to do that, you know? So, you know.
0: All right. And kudos to you for grinding through it and still doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, you, I mean, you are a creative. here There's a reason here you're a creative dad, illustrator, graphic artist, fucking chingon of, <laughs> of, of art and stuff. Uh, are are there, are, is, are there particular demands with Raising James that impact your creative process?
1: Yeah, so I think this is with anyone who's a parent. You have to be very intentional with your time, right? I think, you know, before, like, I might have procrastinated more. I might have thought about time differently. And James, he goes to therapy three times, you know, a week. He's also, like, even with his school, there's challenges that come up, you know, where we have to, like, advocate for him. I mean, we're advocating now, man, like, trying to get him in the best place where he can be so he can, you know— have the best experience and all that takes emotional toll that takes time you know what I mean having conversations with teachers that don't understand what autism is with uh, the school that doesn't get it it's hard right so I've had to learn how to really be intentional with the time that I do have whether that's during the day whether it's at night um, also you know changing expectations too Like sometimes that's saying no to things like, hey, we need this done. And it's like a cool project. And it's like, well, I can't do that because if I do, it's going to affect my son because it's going to put more of a load on Betsy and then it's going to change things. And something with autism is that whenever there's major changes like during the week or something like that, there's collateral for him that like it'll throw him off.
0: So are are you completely open about, you know, your your at-home situation with James with clients? and oh yeah so
1: we we have clients that are retainers so a lot of times we'll build relationships with them and they know about it and when i say know about it is that they know that our son is because it's not something that it's funny man like being a latino talking about mental health talking about these things there's still like a big stigma around this kind of stuff i mean shit i'm sorry for cursing but i experienced that in my own family right so for us to talk about it when we do we're trying to change that we're trying to like you know build understanding and The more we talk about it, I mean, we have a client who has a son who's on the spectrum and I won't get too much into it just into like respect to her, but it's like, you know, it's, it's something we talk about because it's something we want more, more people to like talk and have those open conversations, but to also have like an appreciation of like, Hey, you know, um, this is the time we have, we're very protective of that. Um, this is the time we're going to give you. This is the time that you've allotted, and that's what you should expect, and that's what you're going to get. You know, I know a lot of people talk about like, you know, you got to grind and do this stuff, and it's like, mm. yeah, man. But you also have to be real, and you also have to have balance. And like I said, with your expectations, right? And like, so we're open in that way, and we're very, very, you know, present in the fact of the reality. You know, it's like, hey, there's, there's never going to be anything that's more important than us being the parents that James needs to be. in, like, I'm still figuring that out. That still takes time. I mean, shit, it takes creativity, right? Like to just figure out like, Hey, how am I going to get this done in this time? And it's like, okay, cool. But it's not going to affect him. It's not going to take me away. You know what I mean? Like, so that's like definitely something that we're very open about. And we have to be too,
0: because it keeps us present within it as well. Mm. Oh, and you're also, it's, it's being truthful. Yeah. Um, which I think goes a long way. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like nowadays people are hiring, sure, they're hiring your skill set and your art, but I feel like they're also hiring you as a person, like your personality. That's kind of sort of your calling card. you know. I think that's why social media is so important. Mm-hmm. And the way you present yourself is because people want to hire a person that they feel like they know and they understand. And if you're truthful, that's character. And I feel like that goes a long way. And and I almost feel like that helps you retain um, clients um, or or helps grow with them. And I think that's important. So uh, thank you for being brave enough to to talk about it. I mean, I'm Mexicano. You're Mexicano. And in in our worlds, in, in our culture, autism is kind of sort of sometimes either not talked about, not understood, or ignored, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and 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 for you to just kind of flip the script and go the other way and be like, no, my I understand the situation. This is my kid. This is who we are. That's brave, um, and 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 I think that's that's amazing. So thank you, thank you for changing the narrative. Yeah, um, which is needed.
1: Well, thanks for saying that, man. I uh, I really appreciate it because it does. It's it's like with anything, you know. What I mean, like even what we do is different. But it's. I think this is why we have kinships with other uh, creatives, because there's a lot of, like, loneliness. There's a lot of, like, hardship that comes with it. Like, this shit's not easy, you know? And with a, being a parent, like, it's the same thing, you know what I mean? So hearing what you just said right now, like, you don't hear that all the time, you know what I mean? Like, from even people that are close to you, because they just don't know and they don't understand. So thank you for the opportunity for, like for, to, like, allow me to speak about this, you know what I mean? I, I, I really hope anybody who... Who's listening to this, who maybe has a similar experience or in a similar situation, just know that you're not alone. You know, talk about these things. If you have an opportunity and you feel comfortable enough, like, do that too, you know what I mean? Because to, to me, like, even hearing that back to you, man, like, it means a lot because sometimes you don't think about it like that. Sometimes it's just like, it's like you're in it and it's like a constant thing and it's coming from love. It's coming from compassion and that's something that's beautiful, but it's also like, it takes away, like, it's draining. So hearing these things and having these conversations, it's like revitalizing. So thank you so much too, man. I, I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. Of course. Um, now let's let's turn it down. Turn turn the attention to you a little bit. You yourself, you are a creative. You are an illustrator. You're a graphic artist. You consume amazing art. I'm yeah. I'm very mad when you don't invite <laughs> me to to art shows. By sorry. the way, sorry. Um, but fine. That's cool.
1: It's fine. It's, it's fine. usually last minute, man. Like, and it's 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 funny too. Like you're talking about like how we have to like. Be out there, right, and like people yeah. to see us, and it's yeah. like doing that stuff for me is like really hard to do. Yeah, and like even when I do, there's do no it, time. No, dude. Like my wife, literally, like she has to push me out of the door with those things. Yeah, she goes, you have to go, and like it's good for you, it's good for us, right. it's good for business.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, yeah, that's something I, I definitely do, but um, I don't, I don't do it as much as Adrian saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you do, it's it's very, um, it's high quality. You make it count. Or it looks like you make it count whenever yeah. you, you post on your Instagram. Um, Which is but, hard for me to do, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> who, who is it not? You know, with creatives our age and, and being parents, it's like, it's kind of hard to navigate that. Yeah, you for know? sure. Um, I, it, but it, it's ironic, though, because you and your wife, Betsy, are not just life partners, you're business partners. Yeah. Born in June Creative. Yes, uh, amazing! Amazing creative studio, high quality stuff. Um, just some some small names that you've worked with. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Adidas, uh, Disney, uh, Los Angeles Times, and that is a co- cover illustration that you've been published yeah. with, right? Um, and then uh, Lionsgate, just some small names, um, <laughs> Caliber Productions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, Born in June Creative is is not a you know yes, it is a small business. But working with these big names, uh, what what is the business about? And uh, and and tell us about the the dynamic because you are in it with your wife.
1: Yeah. So we're a design and marketing studio that's now moving into consultation as well, and we've been in business this June for six years, Um, and for me, it's like a really big deal the percentage of businesses that get started and make it past five years is, like, not that high. And the fact that we did it together is, like, amazing. Um, because it's been six years, you know, we're still figuring out, you know, where we're going with it, right? Or figuring out what it's going to look like, especially with things changing, like technology, you know, and stuff like that, and, like, the impact of that. And, like, we're always thinking ahead and, like, how we can remain relevant and bring value to, to like, clients. So... It's been, um, it's been really interesting. It's been, it's been interesting having to step in different roles, having to really um, tap into, like, just, you know, each. I, I think as creatives, we all have, like, gifts that go beyond whatever our medium is. Like for me, like you said this, like I like to talk, right? But I like to talk because I'm generally interested in
0: people. Like, oh, I, no, you like to talk. I literally, I have like four questions and I know that we're <laughs> going to easily go to an hour. Yes, we should. Yeah. We're probably like, what are we, like 40 minutes? <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah, We're actually almost done. I'm about to wrap up.
1: <laughs> and um, I've definitely had to like step in and like use those things to create, like to network and like, you know, create relationships with people. Like even me and you, like how did we meet, right? Like, so it's been uh it's been really awesome. It's also been awesome to see my wife step into like a leadership role. Her um she has a, a like her, her her CV's like in like policy and like working in nonprofits and how that's actually kind of shifted over to what we're doing now and
0: like the nonprofits we're working with. Well, you you also pick and choose. I mean, there's oh, yeah. an ethos involved, but uh, advocacy, uh you know, for yeah. the people that are underserved is kind of sort of yes. things that you like to dive into as well. Sure, Adidas, Disney, Los Angeles Times, Lionsgate, Lionsgate big names, but also there's there's other places that are serving the community.
1: Right? Yeah, like but even, uh, the, the, we actually worked on a project um, for one of the clients that we were on retainer for the last few years, Chinogo Mac LA. They're a cause-based nonprofit. or um, they're, they're part of, a, of another organization, but it's an effort where they're working on you know creating equality in LA you know what I mean and giving voice to to um communities that that don't have those so it's um it's something that we that I I love that because I feel like like the other work's cool you know doing those things are like it's it's awesome right because yeah you get to talk to people about it and it's like okay cool like that's a validation right like but doing stuff like doing the kind of work that you know that in the long run is making an impact that to me is like that to me is the it's the work that like means the most, you know what I mean? And I, I, I think that ethos is also something that also spills over into my own personal work um, is that whatever you're doing, you're, 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 you're reflecting the times and you're giving voice to things that need to be spoken about. And to me, it's, uh it's been great. Cause like even the like born in June has affected my own personal work in that kind of way, you know? So um, thanks for, thanks for pointing that out, man. Cause like, that's definitely what, what matters to us. And like you said, pick and choose, right? Like, of course, there's businesses and people that you can work with, but it's like, if your ethos, and like your ethos, but if your morals and like your values don't match up, right. people could say, oh, you're losing money. But it's like, yeah, but what's money, man? Like,
0: you're... To a character?
1: Yeah, yeah to a yeah. character. It's like, mm-hmm. in the long run, it's it's really nothing. I mean, right. think about someone like Steve Jobs. When's the last time said anyone said anything good about that dude? It's all <laughs> like, that guy was a monster. And right. look at you, know, and it's like, right. I don't want whatever we're doing to ever kind of I'm not comparing myself to Steve Jobs because you know whatever he was able to achieve but like when we're gone and this is done whenever that's going to be like I don't want it to be anything that's like oh they did it for money and it's like of course everyone needs money to survive but if you have the opportunity to create and give value to projects that are making change then like that right there is a blessing you know what I mean so like I I want to definitely for us we want to create more of those opportunities and create as much change and impact as we can
0: right yeah the you for for, i mean it's hard right when you're up and coming you kind of feel like you have to take all the jobs every single one you don't say no to any jobs whatsoever but now that you're an adult and you're older and more established and Mm -hmm. and and known and respected um (laughs) it's um it's important to kind of you know, kind of, sort of make room for the things that you want. Like, not everything has to be high end. Like, you don't have to hit a home run all the time. Sometimes you play some small ball. You know, like baseball. Sometimes you need a bunt to get a run. But that bunt and that run is a big deal. Helping underserved communities is a big deal. Um, so, thank you, thank you for putting in the service and no, putting in the work. Uh, but it, also going back to that idea of you being able to pick and choose. Now, creatives get to. Figure out and dive into these companies that they're working for and seeing if there's anything that doesn't really line up with what they're 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 into what they're mm-hmm. they're down with. I recently uh, stopped working with a company that uh, the, the the it was kind of hypocritical taking on a giant sports broadcast with um, with a country that, you know, um, it's kind of sort of uh, has some human rights issues. Yes. Um, and some journalism issues, and when I when all that stuff started coming out with these companies, I kind of thought. And one that I was working for, it weighed on me. You know, I do like sport, I I do like golf, but if 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 the, the the money contradicts what your imprint is in journalism, and I'm all in on journalism, I can't be a part of this anymore. It's hard to do that still, but you know what, it, it doesn't line up with, with my, with my, my, I think my beliefs and, and my ethos.
1: That's amazing, man. And like, I definitely want to give you your flowers on that because Thanks. it's easier said than done, right? Oh yeah. It's like, oh, I, you know, when I get to that point, I'll be able to, it's like, no man, like, you know, well, I also
0: have, got a kid to feed.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, hey, you know,
0: like you have an excuse. Like if, if you have a child, it's like, well, hey man, I have kids. And it's like, but, sometimes but sometimes you have you Oh yeah, yeah. you have to do you know sometimes yeah. you have to do that.
1: So this is where it's like so really important. I'm lucky.
0: Oh for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And like but
1: I think this is why it's really important to surround yourself with people and like really know who you are. They always say, right, like knowledge of self and like as an artist you have to know who you are because that's the only way you're able you're ever gonna be able to make work or do things that you're satisfied with. I say satisfied because I think a lot of artists can like can always can can agree that sometimes what they put out it's like, man, I wish I could have had like another twenty thirty hours with that like shit, but it's like no, like you need to get it done right so having people around you that have the same morals and ethos and like grounded in humanity, not grounded in anything else like it makes it easier to make those decisions because you know I know there's always tomorrow man when you are a creator and, and you're and, and you're like and you have the the privilege to have your own entity and like actually go get work, the profit is you know what I mean like you can make you can make as much money as possible. Right. You know what I mean? So when you have people around you who are doing it, it definitely motivates you and it it helps you know that and have the belief. So like mm-hmm. conversations like this, you know, you sharing that and that's super important. So like like you know that's kudos to you man. That's fucking amazing. Thanks. Like I think not everybody when push comes to shove, would do that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think, uh, that's awesome, man. Like,
0: thanks. Well, you, and going back to the idea of you have your kid to feed, you also have to teach your kids ethics and right from wrong or what could, what should be right or what should be wrong and, or giving them the, the, the power to decide what is right and what is wrong. Right. Uh, sure. Sure. I have a kid to feed. I'll figure it out. But, I'm very proud of the idea that I can go back and say, this is why I did this, man. This is the, I see something wrong. With this, I decided that I, I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. with this, this company. And I mean, I made a decision of yeah. mine and I'm proud of it and I'm happy about it.
1: Yeah. Cause kids, they don't, you could tell some, you could tell them something all day, but your actions are what they're going to pay attention to. And that's, you, you know, when kids get older, they're going to have their opinion about you based off what they experience, Right. So, You could say these things all day but if you actually do these things it's like okay cool like that's what i'm gonna do and that's how i'm gonna live you know that's why i think it's really important for i mean even us we're very open with james about what we do like he knows what we do right like and it's it's really cool now because the way his mind works and the way he's he's able to pick up on things and see them he understands them you know what i mean it's like oh man like oh like he's super into logos like we'll have conversations about like logos and like he doesn't really like how he doesn't really like, like how like over the last few years things have been like debranded. Okay. But we also talked to him about like the clients that we work and the stuff that we do with, right? And what that means. And like even outside of that, like, you know, where we shop or what we don't support. And like mm-hmm. the other day we were, we were at the beach and um, my wife she goes, Hey, you know, what do you want to eat? And I was like, she goes, There's Chick fil A in and out and my son was like, Well, we don't go to Chick fil A. They don't, you know, they're not supportive of gay rights. And, like, you know, and and we talked to him about that. And I was like, he's like, so we're not going to go there. And I was like, yeah, man, you're right. Like, we're not going to go there. And it's like, you know, he, he constantly knows about those things because we, we constantly talk to him about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like why we do the stuff we do and what we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Because we, whoever he is as a person, whoever he becomes and decides to be, you know, that'll be his decision. But what we show them and, like, what he sees is, it's really important to us. So, like, we're very open about that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, to us, it's like the most important thing, like, as a parent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, this is the second time, by the way, this is the second episode we've recorded of the Creative Dad podcast, and both have involved Chick fil A. For some odd reason. Um, I mean, you know, I mean if anybody wants to sponsor, we're good. <laughs> this may not um, be a good good episode for just a it anymore. sucks though, because unfortunately I, I do record on Sundays. That's just the thing. Sorry about that. Uh yeah, but this doesn't involve taking a shit, which is way better than the first episode. But you know that's funny. If you want to go back on it, you're more than welcome to listen to the first episode uh with Ivan Trejo. Uh you talked about me, you and Betsy as, as parents, you also talked about you and Betsy as business partners. How hard is that? And how do you how do you partition that? Oh um, man. And when, when do you stop working and when do you start being um a, a husband? So
1: that takes time and years and we're still figuring it out. We haven't completely figured it out. Um but I know that me as a person that I had to do a huge ego check. A like huge ego check. Mm-hmm. I had to really take and respect her opinion on things, and really do a lot of like inventory of where I could improve. Because Betsy's just like she's a badass man. Like I, I could honestly say this: like Born and Jew would not exist without her. Um, she's 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 the heart and soul of like our family, and, and the heart and soul of the business, and. I've learned, and I'm still learning how to appreciate that and and really like take a, like take a back seat and like learn to like let her lead in those things. You know, appreciate the things that I do, but also appreciate that just her being who she is and like how she sees big picture. I think a lot of times with creatives, we're very just like what we're working on, and it's like this. Being able to let her impact me and kind of see things in those kind of ways, right? Like in, in every sense, like the projects we take on or even like budgets, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, re- respect and appreciate what you do. And it's very high value. So you should act, you know ask for those things. That wasn't easy to do. Um, this is something that I learned from her. So, you know. Life and business. Life and business, you know what I mean? And just uh, just respecting that. For me it was really hard in the beginning there was a lot of disagreements um I really had to do a lot of growing uh and a lot of just like I said every day like checking myself in those kind of ways you know and like I said we're still figuring it out we're still um working on that aspect and there's times where like it comes in waves where like I have to like you know get re- like kind of like recenter myself and like re like refocus in certain areas so it's it's definitely challenging but it's also very rewarding. That was also a really good question too about like how you separate being a partner, being a business, you know what I mean? Like we we try to be intentional about that, right? Like hey, this is when we're going to start working. And then we'll try to transition, you know what I mean? Like yeah. usually that's like just going back into parenting or it's like having times where we don't work, right? Like for me and Betsy, it's at night. Like when James goes to sleep, we watch TV. This is when we talk. Right. We'll have check-ins for other things, for the business, mm-hmm. finance, you know, mm-hmm. regular you know, stuff. But at night, I try not to fuck with that time. Right. This is not times where, like, you, you talk about me going to art shows. That's, like, it's it's kind of in between. I have to be, like, selective <laughs> with that because that time that we have where it's just, like, where we could just be funny and, like, laugh and right. stuff like that, like, it's... It's that time.
0: Right. It also sounds like she's kicking you out, so she could you could leave her alone.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure too, yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, you know, you get really focused <laughs> on all these things, and like you forget, like, hey, you need time for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you need to, like, even coming to this, like, I, I could have found a hundred reasons why not to do it. Yeah, and
0: I would have gone to your house. Yeah,
1: I <laughs> know. I figured I'm like we're gonna do a Zoom. I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, but no um you would have knocked no, you no. like, he needs to come get. i just have a microphone like go.
0: <laughs> go yeah
1: you have the light this light here. um <laughs> but uh yeah man it's like a it's like i said it's a, it's always a work in progress i don't think it's anything we're ever going to perfect and i just i know that it's constantly something that like being very you know it, you know with what time we're doing when this is when it stops this is why it's important on like what kind of clients you take on, right? Like mm-hmm. who, who you're working with. Right. Sometimes if they're too demanding, it's like, well, hey, that demand that you have is not going to be something that's affecting something outside of it. Right. So it does help in that way when, when, you're, when you're thinking about those things. But it's also like it's hard, man. It's a, it's a challenge. And But I could say this wholeheartedly. There's no other person that I would rather do this with. There's no other person that I could see being able to do this with. And... I don't know if I tell this enough, but, like, I'm I'm really honored that she's the person I get to do this with her. I'm, I'm honored she's my wife, but I'm also honored that she's my business partner. And maybe I could do more things to, like, show those things, but I really do feel that way. And, like, I really feel like, too, man, like, and this is just for anybody, if you're going to start a business with anybody, and if you can do it with your life partner, to me, that's the best situation. Because, one, you want them to win just as much as they want you to win, Right. There's, like, a love and appreciation there. And there's also, like, an honesty that you, you're you able to, like, tap into. And also, you know what I mean? And to me, it's, like, that's super important. Like, I don't know if I would be able to have, like, this kind of working relationship with anybody else. Some people have talked to me about starting businesses. I'm like, no, man. No way. Like, why? I'm just, like, I don't. There's no way I could do that, like, with anybody else just because, to me that's what she means to me. And to me, that's really important. You know what I mean? And and if it's something that you're working on, you you know, you're working on your relationship and you're working on your business relationship, those things are that you can't fuck with that. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing that's going to come close to that. Like, you know, where it's, it's like a con, you you both understand that you're both working towards something Mm -hmm. with your life partner. I don't know if there's anything that can match that. So.
0: I mean, it also allows you to be together. Yeah. um, To deal with whatever you need to do. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to find my partner because he's, you know, parting or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Not returning my calls. No, I'm, I'm gonna roll over really quick and be like, "Yo, motherfucker, where's my money? Where's, where's my illustration?" <laughs> kind of, yeah, like that.
1: You're like, hey, you know, this needs to get done. It's like, yeah, it does. Like, you know what I mean? So well, passive aggressively, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, about <laughs> to go to bed.
0: She's like, she's like, "Oh, you, oh, you finished the project already? That's cool. Oh, welcome to bed." And you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny, man." Yeah. But no, uh, you know the partnerships like that. I feel like it, you you two would teach each other, um, not just life lessons but business lessons, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like it's successful because of that. Yeah. Um, what so in technicalities in Born in June, what does Betsy um, do, and then where do you fall into this?
1: So I mainly art direct, you mm-hmm. know, campaigns, mm-hmm. creating like you know verticals for clients, mm-hmm. whether it's for their businesses. Um, right now, it's mostly uh, campaign-based um, from like retain- working on retainers with our clients. But um, she's a uh, she's basically the um, I would call her the creative director because she's the one that's dealing with the clients. She's client management. She's also like consultation, like big picture. Um, she has she has um, her her history was like in policy. So now the clients we're working with, she has insights and things like this, like high value stuff, right? That like she's able to bring to projects. Um, so for her, she's, she's working on that side. So it's almost like right, right brain, left brain. Right. And with me, it's, it's mostly creative, um, create also to, uh, creating relationships like our relationship, right? Like we're, you know, having relationships with high, like quality, um, artists, vendors. And when I I say vendor, not even a vendor, but just, um, you know, someone that brings can bring value to projects. That's that's another aspect that I, I bring as well. But for me, it's mostly design and um, our direction with her. It's the client management, project management, like big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like I I always tell people like she probably could do Born in June and just find somebody else, but I couldn't find somebody yeah. else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure, man. So, yeah. I, and
1: I and I totally don't take offense to that right. like at all. Like it's right. like it's the reality of it for sure.
0: Right. It's almost like I, I grabbed the wrong dad of the family. <laughs> it seems like she's the daddy of the group. I messed up. I grabbed the wrong. Yeah, you, should, you
1: should have got her, man, for sure. Ah, yeah, I messed up. No, she's she's had opportunities to talk about it too, and like, and I I'm really happy about that too. Um, for like the last few years, um, she's had conversations about it in her experiences, and um, I um I'm really happy I'm really happy about that because like she what she does and what she's done and how she's able to like shift her career, like in her 30s. And to now, for us to be like six years in and like be like you know relatively successful, and when I mean successful is that like a pair of bills, right? Like we go on vacations, you know. You know, um, our our son, you know. What I mean, we're able to like support all of these things with our business. Uh, our, we have autonomy of our time. You know what I mean? Like the stress that we have is is there, but it's stress that we are. Can control, right? We don't have someone calling us at midnight about something or we're, we have stress about the next day because about this project and the bureaucracy that comes with that and like working in places and like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong there is bureaucracy with our clients but it's not like it's not something that we can't that like takes over our day you know what I mean? Like, that well we
0: it's, it's in between the regular hours of like, yeah. you know ten to, you know, nine to five
1: yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. And also I don't want to paint a picture that like there aren't days where, we, make, you know, we put in those extra hours or there's those late nights. We do try to balance it. That does come with, come with the territory, but definitely um, it's something that we're able to manage, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, like, that's success, you know? Like, we're mm-hmm. able to be there for our son when he needs it, right? Like, mm-hmm. or if my daughter needs me, like, I'm, we can be there. And, like, um, you know, with my son being on, on the spectrum, a lot of times— you know, over the last year, it's gotten a little bit better, but a lot of involvement in school, you know, um, when he started kindergarten, I was with him for the first three hours to get him settled in, mm-hmm. and then I would have to jump back, you know, leave, and then jump back in and go, and being able to do that was really helpful for him, and we were able to do that. It Like, it might have affected the business a little bit, but not so much so that it didn't continue to go, you know, mm-hmm. like. We're six years in now, right? And um, I think uh, for us, like, that's what I call success. You know, some people might, well, hey, you know, what's your house look like? What kind of car are you driving? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you wearing? It's like, if if that's success to you, then maybe I'm not successful in those ways, right? I'm not doing bad even on those tips, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, this is why it all depends on, like, knowing who you are, knowing what your goals are, what's important to you. Like, for me, what's important to me, and I know I'm continuing to go on and like a little bit of a tangent, but I don't want to be one of those guys. Have you seen There Will Be Blood? You've seen movie? Yeah, man. yeah. Remember at the end, he's by himself. Mm-hmm. His son doesn't, want, doesn't give a shit about him. He doesn't have any family. It's just him. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be one of those people. I don't care how successful. I don't care what accolades. I don't care who says what about me, the friends I have, the things I have. If my family isn't there... If my kids don't want to have a relationship with me when I'm older, if, I, if Betsy's not at the end of that, then none of that shit matters. None of that matters. To me, success is being able to do the things that you love, being able to work on projects you want to work on, but also being able to be present, being a good partner, being a good dad, being a good friend, right? And at the end, you have people around you that love you and they still respect you. People that don't, and they only want things from you, or it's just like a, it's like a conditional thing. None of that shit matters, dude. Like to me, at least to me, that's my, that's my mm-hmm. ideal success, and this is why, like, it's important to know that, at least for us, so that we know that we're in a good place and that we're going in the right direction.
0: And to get to that point, do you? Is, is it, is it balancing? It's, it seems like there's a lot to get to that point.
1: Yeah, dude, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I we've talked about this. I mm-hmm. mean. The branding that we did right that was like that we talked about like it's like it's about balance like you and you're not always perfectly in balance like I, I made a joke earlier i'm like dude like i'm not in the best like physical shape right now right so i've let that imbalance kind of happen and that's shit's super important because you need to have energy and be in a good place to like be somewhere mentally so you can be optimal right so i've kind of let that slide up a little bit because i've been focusing on the business or being there for james or being like you know, how how I can be better every day in
0: other aspects. Or your movie's shorter and the end happens, like, in 30 minutes instead of an hour and 30. Yes. Health is a big deal.
1: Exactly. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and I like I talked to you about earlier, like, I want to be here for as long as I, you know, like, I can be just for life, but also for my son. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like for him. Like, the thing with, you know, with autism is things change when they hit puberty. Sometimes, it, you know, anything, you know, like... So I don't know how much support not only just for him but like my daughter as well you know what I mean like I want to be here for a lot of different things and I don't want it to be at the expense of taking on more or doing more just cuz it's cool or you're working with like these people or working for these institutions and it's like oh cool but it's like at the expense of what and like you said about your movie being shorter man I'm like yeah like I want my movie to be as long as possible and I want two
0: tapes. I yeah, want two exactly. Brain. I, I, I want to put it, out two VHS tapes.
1: <laughs> I want it to be like Titanic. Do you want it to be like uh two VHS VHSs? we got to change <laughs> the, the tape in the middle of it. Yeah, for sure.
0: So for the people that don't know, uh, and what, what, uh, what, uh, Josh is referring to is, uh, Josh is, uh, my graphic artist. I hired him to do the, uh, creative dad pod, <clears throat> all the graphic art, uh, and the, and the marketing, uh, material that I use. Um, and but there's a very it's it's very particular it's simple mm-hmm. but there is reason behind there's depth yes, go into that and and, and give insight because this is a this is i guess an opportunity for you to to kind of express how you think in these It's not just I'm a graphic artist and I understand balance and yeah no there's stories it's a story
1: yeah so with you know first of all, I was really excited when you told me you're doing this podcast thanks. And when you talked about the branding, you know, I mean, like, whenever I go into any kind of creative project, I'm always looking. I'm 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 always looking at stuff. I'm always looking at things. Like, this is just like insight for anyone who's a creative. Eighty percent of your process should be research before you even hit. Like, whenever I start anything, it's usually pencil to paper. Then I take it to digital. But the things that you look at, all that research, that stuff is what like really helps you get to to get to that point. When you were talking about the podcast, I was just like, oh, cool. You know, there's things that I could do. I think there's things you suggested. That it was kind of like, oh, that's, you know, cool. It's cute. But I was like, you know, I wanted to be intentional about what we were saying with the branding and like what it meant, right? And like what it really means to be a creative dad. And it's balance, it's balancing everything, like balancing relationships, balancing your time, balancing your energy, you know? And with the branding, it speaks to that. It's like, you know, you look at it, you look how it's like uneven times. It's sometimes you're more creative. Sometimes you're more of a dad, but you're looking for that balance. And for me, being a creative dad is your, your it's always the effort to find that balance. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's not, sometimes it is, but as long as you're working towards that, it's going to be okay. It's going to be good, you know, so the branding definitely speaks to that.
0: I did not think that at all about the logo, (laughs) Um, and when you told me that, I it blew my mind. Uh, I didn't realize that you could make you know four words and tilt them in certain ways to have such meaning, to have it mean so much. Yeah. Uh, But the idea that you you went through that length to. Make this very simple uh podcast have a uh, simple graphic, but it'd be so impactful and so deep i I appreciate that so much. thank you I also wanted to leave room for these
1: conversations. you know what I'm saying that like it's balanced, right? It's simple here, but these conversations are like very intense see there's another piece, yeah, there's
0: another dimension to it,
1: yeah, and that, oh, crap i always I always try to think about where it can go and where it's going to go, right? And I also think that, like, let's say this podcast lasts 10, 20 years. If you wanted to update it, this could last for 10 years and it would make sense. You could even evolve and build upon it. And there's room for that as well, right? And that building and evolving is, like, what it means to be a dad and what it means to be a creative. Like, it's that story that you're taking with it. So, like, I thought about those things as well, too. And, like, that's why I'm... Before I, like, when I, when I first started creating work, it was super, like, kind of over the top. And, like, and I, learning and growing as a creative and being able to be, like, well, intentionality and context are just as important as visuals. If you're telling a story with something, it doesn't matter how simple it is, right? As long as there's something there. So, like, for me, I, I definitely, with anything I do now, I mean, it's, it's definitely that. So I was, I felt really honored that you thought about me and, like, you had me do that. And I knew that whatever I gave you had to speak to that. I didn't want to just give you something that, like, you could have got from anywhere else, you know what I mean? So I, um, I definitely, which definitely was thinking about all those things and, you know, thinking about the podcast like something could last forever,
0: dude. And, like, yeah. something might... No, be- that's a lot of pressure, dude. <laughs> 10, 20 years, that's... I mean, I, you know what? Because you have that much depth in the graphic, I'll do it. Do, do it, dude. do it for 10, 20 years.
1: Yeah, and, you know, things like this are super important, man. Like, I think... As anyone who's a creative, as a dad, like we're very fortunate to be alive in the time we are now. I think about my parents, right, and I think about what resources they had, access to information that they had. They didn't. Who's having conversations like this? Probably not. Most likely, no, right. So having these kind of conversations, bringing out, you know, creating a platform for artists, dad, creative dads to share their insights. Really, you know, this is this is something that you're creating value for people to come and and get and take and apply. And sometimes just to hear that someone's going through the same thing that you're going through, it makes things easier, man. So this is like super important. And if you could do this for however, however long you can, just know that you're, you're creating change. Like this is an impact. You know what I mean? Even this conversation, like me being able to come here and sit down and talk to you with this, it's, it's therapeutic. It's, um, it's something that that's it matters you know so like yeah man just however long you do it just know that like this is a really great thing Thanks. this is amazing Thanks. um and uh i hope i hope at a certain point too that like you have somebody interview you as well so you could talk about your experience nah, know-
0: i'm good uh <laughs> somebody tried to do that already uh shout out LA TV network but uh it was weird to not have the control okay you know um but uh, you know, to ask questions, right? To be interviewed, it's. It, we talked about the idea of brown fatherhood in in Latinx communities uh, or Latino communities, or in my case, Chicano communities. Yeah, Chicano. Yeah. Um, that you know, people don't talk about stuff, and it's it's super simple. It's very easy. All you got to ask is, "How are you?" That's it. That's so all you got to do. Because you never know what that one simple person that's standing there that is a dad a creative dad a brown dad a dad mm-hmm. and you don't know because maybe they've never been asked that and it doesn't hurt to ask how are you yeah, man. you know and that and because you never know the depth of that situation yeah for sure it's like you were talking about like the graphics like for the podcast there's depth but I don't know that unless I ask you, right? Yeah. If I see it, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I asked you for, hey, man, can we make the angle of this line be 69? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm a pervert. So that's, we didn't, by the way. We, right. didn't. we didn't do. I that. I was though. real sad about that, by yeah. the way. I <laughs> didn't.
1: I, I didn't let that happen. That was my control. I, like, I was yeah. gonna.
0: I was gonna ask my money for my money back. Actually, um, fine. We didn't Sorry. get the line to be 69 degrees. Okay. <laughs> but the
1: and you're not a pervert, man. That's just like something that's like. Uh, like, like a, like a dude thing from when you're young. Like, so normal. Yeah. You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. It's funny, man. Like I, I remember being, I was like, taking
0: you know, pride in admitting that I was a pervert, but fine. <laughs> it took that away from me. But no, we're going. Not even do like I remember being in college and like someone was like, can you turn yeah. to page 69? And like yeah. the guy's just still chuckling and like. Or oh, what's man. your five, five digit uh code for 2069. <laughs> <Just> automatically. <laughs> so. So we, as simple as it is to, to ask someone, hey, how is this? Or even, I mean, in art, you know, you see this amazing photo and it's beautiful and it's, it's, it's composed well. You ask the artist, well, what, what did you mean by this? And it just goes and it takes a different turn. Yeah, for sure. And you didn't know
1: until you asked. And then you learn things, right? And, like, it's also, like, the way you look at things, too. Like, I think having conversations with other dads sometimes you don't even appreciate the things that you do because to you, they're just normal, right? And it's just like, well, hey, man, that's that's a lot. Like, you're doing that? It's like, whoa, like, that's kudos to you. And it's like, shit, man, I never even thought about that. Like, yeah. thank you so much for that appreciation. Like, I thank you for saying that. Like, it's like artists. Like, I, I've, I've actually learned this about having conversations with artists. And I'm really good at networking because I, I don't talk to people unless I, like, really feel like a connection to them. And also if, like... If I get a bad vibe from that, I just, I won't have a conversation with them hmm. just because it's like, I don't want to have conversations or like give my energy to people if I don't feel like they're good people. Cause not
0: feel bad about that at all. I don't feel bad about that. Cause like, but, or anybody out there that's listening. Yeah. Don't, don't man. Don't Protect your
1: energy, man. Like you have to, we're parents, dude. Right. We we're, mm-hmm. right. We're also creatives. You only have so much time throughout the day. You only have so much energy. As you get older you start realizing this energy is waning man like this time is not infinite and like so when me when i have conversations i'm very interested there's
0: there's like a connection there right That's very sweet of you by the way um, What do you mean? Just the idea that you're you when you're when you can when you converse you're all in Yeah for sure like you know And
1: i'm really interested about what you're doing i'm really interested about what value we can you know just having the conversation sometimes because as an artist you don't hear these things man I, i've learned that like i have mentors and people that i've created relationships with and i talk with them about their stuff and they'll tell me hey man thank you so much what do you mean people don't usually tell me this i'm like but you're so fucking amazing you're you're like really accomplished it's like people don't talk to me about that it's usually about what they can get from you how you can add value to them they don't say that like outright but most of times that's what it's about right so a lot of times people don't get their flowers. They don't get this stuff. And, like, right. for me, it's, like, it's awesome to, to be able to do that because, like I said, it makes things easier. It keeps you going, right? And, like, it's really important to do that. So, like, for me, even having this conversation with you and, like, giving you, like, props as well, man, like, and, and giving you your flowers as well, like, is, it's super important because it's hard. It's challenging. You know, like I said, I'm not trying to paint, like, a perfect picture about what I do, what we do. It's a challenge. But there's conversations like this, relationships, you know, really connecting with people and finding these insights, you know? Through giving your time as well, like, and what you, what you can learn and also what you can share is, like, super important. And I anyone who's listening to this, like, do that, man. Do it with like good intention, do it with like, you know, a good heart and you'll learn a lot and it's amazing. There's so many amazing people out there that like you wouldn't have ever even known unless you had a conversation with them and like giving them opportunities. So like I I definitely definitely try to do that and yeah. I
0: like the surprises though in those conversations with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Especially at art shows and you know, being at Altura, people walk through and you never really know. You know who they are, what they do, and sometimes you'd be surprised at what they've done, where they're at, and in, in their career, in their creative world, in the art world. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 all here for all of it. I mean, they're basically living, breathing Easter eggs.
1: Well, you know, another thing too, man. I I need to give you a shout out as well. You know, with Altura, you're the you're the only one who's is a parent, right? And on top of what you do, you have a studio, and it's, like, viable. What you've been able to do in this, like, year's time, I know you're you're all heavily involved in it. You're, like, with production and the stuff you do. You've created a space for the opportunity for that to happen. Like, the conversations I've had, like, you're talking about with people that you don't know, and, like, you created a space for people to come and, like, have these conversations and interact, and it's, like, really important. So, like, just on doing that as an artist and a creative... But on on doing that on top of, you know, what you do with your career and then doing that as a father, it's amazing and it's super inspiring and I just want you to know, man, it's really important and you're literally, like, changing people's lives, you're giving people opportunity, connecting people with people. Like, the people that I've met personally just from going to the shows and talking with people, it's, like, it's all been impactful and it's been all those things you're talking about, all these, like, little Easter eggs and things that you learn are sometimes learning that, like... Maybe you knew this person before, but you got to have a conversation with them. And in your head, this is how they got to where they're going. And then you're like, what? You had to do what? And how long have you been doing this? Right. Okay, cool. It gives you perspective. It gives you value and things. And it's like, yeah, man, that's all super important. And it's really important that you've created another space for that right. to like exist and happen. So
0: Thanks. Yeah, we at Altura, we try. You know, that was kind of the idea was um, to kind of create a space that uh, was inclusive in every way possible. Um, and, and I think we've, I think we've done that. Big time. Um, and we hope to keep it going on because it's Altura. I mean, that's honestly Altura is, is my, it's my social space. I don't go out anymore. I have a kid. I, my time, like you said, is very valuable and I, I, I need to be here with my partner, Nicole, and I need to be here with our son, Antonio. No, it's and funny, man.
1: You don't need to be here. You choose to be here. I choose you to You talked about it yes. earlier, man. Like, something else that we're doing and that what I want to do is I want to change that, like, trope or that, like, you know, that um that creative father that's, you know, that's not there. And they're out, like, you know, and, like, you see, like, in shows and movies and, like, they're successful, but, like, the parent or the kids at home suffering, like, that's a choice. You don't need to be anywhere. You choose to be here because of the love and what you're building, right? This is why I'm saying it's it's really important to think, to think about what you want at the end. What do you want to have? What's important to you? So, don't ever say you need. You choose to be, man, and like that's something you should own. And it's like it's beautiful, it's amazing. So like, say it like that, because I, I think sometimes we think like, oh well, I have to. It's like no, man. There's a bunch of, I don't I, no like dig at anybody, but there's a bunch of dads that are not there. They're not choosing to be present. We're Latino. There's a lot of like. Social norm, like you know, like uh, gender norms that are being broken now. It's like, well, why are you, why are they only taking care of that? It's like we should we should be present doing those things too. Just us being here and making that choice, changing that man. So just just know that that's a choice. Like you know what I mean? So yeah. Well, cool, man. Thank you. I hope I didn't offend anybody right there, but
0: I hope <laughs> you did. Yeah, I man. We'll flip them. I
1: I, I I hope I offended the right
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, well, I mean, I appreciate you being here. Um, The idea that you took time out of your your busy schedule as a creative dad um, is is big. You you never know who needs to hear your story. And uh, I mean, we have conversations all the time. We're friends. uh, And we talk to each other pretty often. But to have this on lockdown and in and available, uh, I think is very important. And I thank you for your time. But before you leave... Okay, before you go, I need you. I, I like to have like these kind of sort of um, uh, these, I guess, messages that hopefully your kids will eventually dig up if they mm-hmm. Google their dad or happen to find out that their dad was on a podcast. I want you to leave a message to them, to me and James, for them to 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 think that hey, they're gonna find this. I want them to know something. I want them. I want them to have this message. What, what do you What do you have to say? Just know that
1: if it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. Um, you make me the best version of myself, and I don't know if I would have ever been able to get to that to get to this point if it wasn't for you two. Um, you've made me look at the world in a different way. You've made me love the world in a different type of way. You've given me the gift of being a father, which to me is like one of the greatest gifts anyone could ever receive. I I, I don't know if I would even be here. Well, obviously we have this conversation because this is a creative dad pod, but I don't even know if I would be in a place where I could be happy and content with my life if it wasn't for you two. Um, you push me to be the best I can because you two are the best. Um, I love I, I love your life. I love your creativity. I love everything about you two. And there's if I would have, you know, being a designer, and if I was able to put two personalities together and if I built them and I made them a certain type of way it wouldn't come close in any type of in any aspect to who you two are. I'm so excited to see where you're going to go, what you're going to do and I hope I'm here long enough to be able to witness that because what I've been able to witness so far has been amazing. It's been an honor and everything I am is because of you two and I just I love you both so much and thank you so much for choosing me to be your father and i love you guys beautiful
0: thanks man oh yeah dude. awesome well dude thank you for the time i appreciate you so much (laughs) all right well you cried so we can post this okay yeah it's mandatory to cry or it doesn't make air (laughs) thank you dude i appreciate you thank you so much man special thanks to our guests and listeners Feel free to reach out on all our ads, suggest some topics, leave some feedback, or just drop a hello. Remember, you're never alone, Dad. This has been the Creative Dad Pod.